20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What's going on, Packer fans? Welcome into an all-new episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Thanks so much for being here today. Super excited about today's episode. We get to relive the 2023 NFL Draft. And as you know, and as I know, Goody had a freaking weekend last April, navigating a draft in a very special way, building this roster, building the foundation, and making it so that Green Bay has a new window where they are expecting to compete for championships sooner rather than later. Now, Jordan Love and some other players he had already acquired have something to do with that as well, but what he did in 2023 in that draft was pretty freaking special, and we're going to relive that today. Now, what I will tell you is that today's episode is for entertainment purposes only. What I mean by that is we're going to look at who the Packers selected, who or you know what options they had when the Packers were on the clock, and then what options at that specific position that they selected were still out there when Green Bay selected. And we can sort of drive ourselves crazy. And this is the old, hey, did you know that the Packers could have had TJ Watt? They also could have had Elvin Kamara. They could have had a, you know, Ryan Ramchek. They could have had a lot of different players you know, in that draft. And we could do this for every team and every season, but it's still fun to go through and see how Goody navigated some of the players that he avoided that ended up not being very good, maybe a couple that he missed on, and then sort of compare what his draft class was to like what the ultimate perfect draft basically could have been. Now, I'm not going to go through and just tell you, all right, here were the best 13 players like that were in the draft and this is what he could do. We're not going to go through it that way. You'll see how we're going to do this. It's really, really fun. Uh, We're actually going to do that. Usually, usually I do this uh, four years later. So we're actually going to do the 2020 draft coming up in the near future. But because Goody did such a great job, I kind of wanted to relive this one a little bit sooner. So without further ado, let's start at pick 13. Remember they had pick 15. They move up to pick 13 in the Aaron Rodgers trade and swapping that pick with the Jets. And we don't need to get into the whole Rodgers trade, but they ultimately had pick 13. The next five players that were selected after Lucas Van Ness were Broderick Jones, the offensive lineman for the Steelers, Will McDonald for the Jets, edge rusher, Emmanuel Forbes, the corner for the Commanders, Christian Gonzalez, the corner for the Patriots, and Jack Campbell, the linebacker for the Lions. So, Broderick Jones, Will McDonald, Emmanuel Forbes, Christian Gonzalez, and Jack Campbell were the next five players off the board directly after LVN. The next five edge players that were taken after LVN were Will McDonald, Miles Murphy, Nolan Smith, Felix Eneduke Uzama, and Derek Hall. Not exactly a who's who of edge players that were drafted, at least based on their performance this past season. Per PFF, LVN had a 62.3 grade in 444 snaps. Will McDonald had a 71.6 grade, but only in 183 snaps. Uh, Murphy had a 56.2 grade in 304 snaps. FAU had a 52.1 grade in a in 218 snaps. And then Derek Hall, a 44.4 grade in 308 snaps. If we're looking at who was on the board, the player that I really liked at the time was Christian Gonzalez. He had an 80.8 grade over the first four weeks of the season in 209 snaps, looked phenomenal, and then unfortunately had an injury that ended his season. I think if you were going back and being fair about it and just looking at what we know now, 
And by the way, I should point out here, this doesn't mean that when we look back at this draft in 2028, that we're going to say the same things and the same players. I wholeheartedly believe LVN, as well as Broderick Jones on this list, are going to become very good players in this league. But if I think you were redoing it right now, based on what we know, I would personally still go Christian Gonzalez. Again, 80.8 grade in four weeks before getting hurt. Had he not been hurt, he would have been, in my opinion, one of the best corners in football based on how he was playing. Uh, unfortunately, it was just a 209 snap sample size. But remember, LVN only played 444 snaps and he was healthy basically all season. So I'm going to go best case scenario in that, you know, based on those players was Christian Gonzalez. But if you just look at the best edge player, you could maybe make a small argument for Will McDonald based on the 71.6 grade, which was better than LVN 62.3. But, you know, LVN had over double his snaps. Um, Murphy, FAU, and Derek Hall were, were not good and they didn't play as many snaps as LVN. So I would go, if you're just looking at edge rusher, Packers got it right. They got the best edge rusher that was realistically on the board at that point. But I think if you were to look at it uh, holistically, based on the next five picks, we could go and say like, hey, Puka Nakua might have been better. Like, of course, but he was like in the what fifth or sixth round. Trust me, he's going to come up a little bit later. But I'm going to say Christian Gonzalez would have been the pick here in hindsight. But LVN, not a bad selection, at least based on the edge rushers that were available. Pick 42, Luke Musgrave. Next five picks, Joe Tipman, center, Juju Brents, corner, Brian Branch, the safety, Keon White, the edge rusher, and Jartavius Martin, the safety. The next five tight ends that were selected, Luke Schoonmaker, Brenton Strange, Tucker Craft, Darnell Washington, and Cameron Latu. Those were the next five tight ends. Musgrave, a 68.1 grade in 502 snaps at tight end. Schoonmaker had a 49.8 in 388 snaps. Strange had a 48.6 grade. Kraft had a 60.4 grade. And Washington had a 47.4 grade. Latu did not play this past year. The only tight end that you could make an argument for that maybe would have been better based off the next five tight ends off the board is Tucker Kraft. And they picked him eventually anyway. So in my opinion, no issue with them taking Luke Musgrave from a tight end standpoint. However, I do think if we're looking at it based on the next five picks, you would have to go with Brian Branch. He was phenomenal for Detroit. Looks like he's going to be a star at safety. He can play that hybrid safety corner. Would have been a huge upgrade. I don't think anyone's upset about Green Bay getting Luke Musgrave at that pick, but Brian Branch on the board with the benefit of hindsight you go Brian Branch with a 78.9 grade in 873 snaps for the Lions this past year. Now, here is where Goody had a real stroke of genius. They had pick 45. So theoretically, technically, they could have had Luke Musgrave and Brian Branch. But man, this trade at pick 45 was pretty epic. They had pick 45. They moved it back to pick 48 and picked up pick 159 in the process. Then at pick 48, they moved back to pick 50, two more spots, and picked up pick 179 in the process. So in total, they went from pick 45 to pick 50 and picked up picks 159 and picks 179. The three players that they got, they could have had Brian Branch at pick 45. They could have had Brian Branch at pick 45, had Musgrave and Branch. Instead, they trade back to pick 50. And with pick 50, they got Jaden Reed. With pick 159, they got Dontavian Wicks. And with pick 179, they got Carl Brooks. So yeah, you could make an argument that Brian Branch would have been a nice selection there. However, that trade instead of Brian Branch turned into Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, and Carl Brooks. 
Also, Keanu Benton would have been on the the clock at pick 45. That would have been another really good pick. Uh, Benton had a 76.9 grade in 516 snaps, but I'm sorry. I'm taking Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, and Carl Brooks over Brian Branch or Keanu Benton uh, at pick 45. So they ultimately take 45, turn it into pick 50, and now let's take a look at pick 50 where they selected Jaden Reed. So pick 50, select Jaden Reed. The next five picks off the board, Cam Smith, Zach Charbonnet, Gervon Dexter, Tulia Tulia Puluto, I am always going to mess up that name, my apologies, and Rasheed Rice. Those are the five next picks. The five next wide receivers after Jaden Reed were Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims, Tank Dell, Jalen Hyatt, and Cedric Tillman. This is a really interesting conversation to have. Jaden Reed had a 73.3 grade and 645 snaps. Rasheed Rice, I did not realize he graded this high. I know he had a nice season. He had an 87.0 grade in 785 snaps. Uh, Marvin Mims, 63.1 grade in 384 snaps. Tank Dell in 83.4 grade. He was a freaking stud before getting hurt in 494 snaps. Jalen Hyatt, 59.7 in 557. And Cedric Tillman, 55.5 in 609. So the debate here is, do you want... Rasheed Rice, Jaden Reed, or Tank Dell. I would probably need to go back and watch the film of all of them to make a real educated decision. Based on just being fair with everything, we will give this to Rasheed Rice with the 87.0 grade in the most snaps of any of those wide receivers. But if you want to keep Jaden Reed here, I would not blame you. If you wanted to take Tank Dell here, I would not blame you. Based on what I saw out of all three, I think I would actually lean Tank Dell ever so slightly. But man, I really love Jaden Reed. And apparently, Rasheed Rice is a lot better than what I thought he was uh, with that 87.0 grade. Like I said, I probably need to go back and watch him just a little bit closer. But for sake of PFF grades and how we've just kind of been utilizing those, I'll say we take Rasheed Rice here with an 87.0 grade. But like I said, if you want to keep Jaden Reed or Tank Dell instead of Rice, uh, be my guest. I would totally understand that. Either way, I don't think, again, just like the Luke Musgrave pick, I don't think anyone's too upset that Green Bay got Jaden Reed at pick 50 there. That brings us to pick 78. Tucker Craft at pick 78. The next five picks, Josh Downs, wide receiver, DJ Johnson, outside linebacker, Tajay Spears, running back, Yaya Diaby, edge, and Riley Moss at corner. The next five tight ends were Darnell Washington, Cameron Latu, Josh Wiley, Will Mallory, and Payne Durham. Really the conversation here, Tucker Craft had a 60.4 grade in 723 snaps. By the way, I graded him much better than that. Uh, Darnell Washington, who everyone kind of loved throughout the process, ended with a 47.4 grade in 532 snaps. So was not anywhere near Tucker Craft. Latu didn't play, Wiley didn't play much, Mallory didn't play much, Durham didn't play much. None of them were in the Tucker Craft conversation. So they got the best tight end on the board, uh, at least based on the next five tight ends off the board at that point. Hey friends, everyone this time of year is trying to get their year started off on the right foot and I am certainly no different. Football season takes its toll on me. So now is the time for me to start eating healthier, getting more sleep and getting the year started right. But eating healthy isn't always the easiest, and it's far too time-consuming to constantly run to the store or the butcher for healthy, fresh cuts of meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meats and seafood delivered directly to your door on your schedule. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts of meat, including my favorite, 100% grass-fed ribeyes. 
You guys have to see the marbling on these things. They are beyond delicious and they melt in your mouth. Add a little sea salt, a little black pepper, a little garlic powder. They are to die for. I know you're all busy and you're probably listening to this now running errands, mowing the lawn or driving your kids to soccer practice. And that's exactly why the ease of Good Chop is going to be so perfect for you. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74 and they pride themselves on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. They're so confident in their quality of cuts that they offer a 100% money back guarantee. So go to goodchop.com slash packaday120 and use code packaday120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. That's code packaday120 at goodchop.com slash packaday120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash packaday120 with code packaday120. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The conversation here is between Tajay Spears, Josh Downs, and Tucker Craft. Now, technically, Tajay Spears and Josh Downs both graded a little bit better than what Tucker Craft did. But like I said, I had a better grade on Tucker Craft than PFF did. Also, tight end is a tougher position to play as a rookie. I think it's a harder uh, position to find good players. So I am still taking Tucker Craft here. PFF grades be damned. So pick 78, I think Goody nailed it. I don't think you would take anyone else that was realistically on the board at that point. So I'm going Tucker Craft best selection at pick 78. Now we go all the way to pick 116, which is Colby Wooden. Next five picks, City Sow, guard for the Patriots, Braden Daniel, uh, Braden Daniels, excuse me, offensive tackle, Shamari Connor, safety, Carter Warren, offensive tackle, and Ventrell Miller, inside linebacker. The next five defensive linemen, Cameron Young, Isaiah McGuire, Velami Fahoko, Tyler Lacey, and KJ Henry. We don't need to go over any of the defensive linemen. In fact, I guess it's kind of fun, actually. Wouldn't have, like, they all played between 93 and 298 snaps, except for Fahoko, who did not play. Wooden had a 57.6, Young had a 58.8, McGuire had a 46.9, Lacey had a 58.2, and Henry had a 56.9. Like they're all just bunched together, like they're basically the same grade with this almost the same amount of snaps. But I think if we're looking at it uh, based on the, the players who are available in the next five picks, Shamari Connor, 80.4 grade, 448, uh, 444 snaps uh, at safety for the Chiefs. So I think that would have been the best selection based off the next five picks off the board. So we're going Shamari Connor, 80.4 would have been the best selection here against safety for the Chiefs. 
pick 149. Sean Clifford, next five picks, Justin Shorter, wide receiver, Mike Morris, defensive end, Colby Sorsdale, offensive tackle, Servosha Dennis, inside linebacker, and Olu Aluatami, a center. The next three quarterbacks were Jaron Hall, Tanner McKee, and Max Duggan. Clifford had a 56.8 grade in 16 total snaps. Jaron Hall had a 60.3 grade in 46 total snaps. McKee and Dugan did not play. Servosha Dennis is what we're going with here. He had a 64.7 grade in 107 snaps at inside linebacker for the Bucks. Either way, wasn't really anyone to write home about. If you wanted to keep Sean Clifford because they needed a quarterback or even go with Jaron Hall here, I think you can make that argument as well. But we're, we'll go with Shavosha Dennis, who again had a decent grade in 107 snaps for the Buccaneers. Next pick, 159, Dontavian Wicks. Next five picks off the board, Antonio Johnson, safety, Nick Hampton, linebacker, Will Mallory, tight end, Chase Brown, running back, and Jaron Hall, the quarterback. However, the next five wide receivers off the board, Puka Nakua, Parker Washington, Kayshawn Booty, Trey Palmer, and A.T. Perry. Dontavian Wicks was a phenomenal pick. My second highest graded Packer on the season this year. You guys know how much I love Dontavian Wicks, and this was a home run pick by Goody. But I'm sorry, you still have to go Puka Nakua here, who like set every like rookie receiving record and was an absolute freak. I, I'm sorry. I love Dante. I don't even want to like see Dontavian Wicks go. Like I would rather spend the first round pick on LVN on Dontavian Wicks. But unfortunately, if we're following the rules of this exercise, we have to go Puka Nakua. So Puka Nakua would have been the best selection here, was the best wide receiver still on the board. So it pains me. It stabs me right in the heart to say we don't get Dontavian Wicks in this exercise. But Puka Nakua was the next wide receiver off the board. And if we're being totally fair, you should have taken Puka Nakua. How dare you, Brian Gutekunst? And instead, you have, you've left us with Dontavian Wicks. Pick 179, Carl Brooks. Next five picks, Keetrell Clark, a corner. Josh Hayes, a corner. Trey Tomlinson, a corner. JL Skinner, a safety. And Zaire Barnes, a linebacker. Next five defensive linemen, O'Shawn Mathis, Keandre Coburn, Scott Matlock, Dante Stills, and Travis Bell. We're going to keep this easy. Nobody in the next five picks was good. None of those defensive linemen were good. Keandre Coburn got cut. Bell got cut. This is easy. Carl Brooks is the pick. Goody got that one, 1 million percent right. Anders Carlson, pick 207. Next five picks off the board, Eric Hallett, safety, Trey Hawkins, corner, Demario Douglas, wide receiver, Titus Leo, outside linebacker, and Deuce Vaughn, running back. No additional kickers were taken in the draft. This one is also super easy. Demario Douglas had a phenomenal year for the Patriots. If he gets a good quarterback, look the hell out. 74.4 grade, 482 snaps. That would have been the better selection there. Imagine if they got like Jaden Reed, uh, Pukinakua and Demario Douglas. It could have been absolutely crazy. But uh, again, I don't think anyone's complaining too much about Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks. But we're going to go Demario Douglas here, 74.4 grade for the Patriots. Pick 232, Carrington Valentine. Next five picks, Andre Jones, Jason Taylor, the safety, Lou Nichols, the running back, Jake Witt, the offensive tackle, and Kenny McIntosh, the running back. Next five corners, Corey Trice, Isaiah Bolden, DJ Ivy, Nick Jones, and Alex Austin. This one's pretty simple as well. Ivy had a 86.8 grade, but only in 21 snaps. Austin had a 61.8 grade in 211 snaps. I'm taking Carrington Valentine. Played 846 snaps, was a starter all season, 57.5 grade. Not trading that one in. We are keeping Carrington Valentine. Goody got that one right. 
Pick 235, Lou Nichols. Next five picks, Jake Witt, Kenny McIntosh, Ryan Hayes, Max Dugan, and Derek Parrish. None of those five players played this season. There was only one more running back taken, Kenny McIntosh. Again, he did not play. Lou Nichols did not play. I'm going to cheat here. I've talked about this one in the past. Goody had a A-plus home run of a draft. They had a couple undrafted type running backs that they brought in uh, that they were looking at. One of them was Lou Nichols, who they brought in for a top 40 visit. The other was Keaton Mitchell, who they brought in for a top 40 visit. Lou Nichols, they took at 235. Keaton Mitchell went undrafted. Keaton Mitchell, he only ended up playing 135 snaps, but in those snaps looked like one of the best running backs in the NFL until he, I think he blew his Achilles out, if I remember correctly, but he looked phenomenal. They literally brought him in for a top 40 visit and decided Lou Nichols was better than Keaton Mitchell. Nichols got released. I think he ended on the Eagles practice squad. Mitchell was a stud, ended up with a 92.4 grade for the Ravens. Again, only 135 snaps, but he looked awesome. So freaking fast would have been a huge pick for Green Bay. So I'm cheating a little bit here because he was an undrafted free agent and not someone that was drafted, but a perfect selection here would have been Keaton Mitchell running back for the Ravens. That brings us to Anthony Johnson Jr., pick 242. Next five picks, Jordan Riley, defensive tackle, Jalen Brooks, wide receiver, Isaiah Bolden, corner, DJ Ivy, corner, and Braden Willis, tight end. Only two more safeties were selected after Anthony Johnson Jr., Brandon Hill, and Gervais Owens. Hill played one snap. Owens didn't play at all. Johnson was the best safety, but Jalen Brooks probably gets a slight nod here. Anthony Johnson Jr. had a 47.9 grade and 334 snaps. Jalen Brooks had a 65.1 grade and 77 snaps. If you want to keep Anthony Johnson Jr., that's fine. Like I said, I'll give a slight nod to Jalen Brooks, who graded a little bit better, albeit in about a fifth of the snap or a fourth of the snaps. Wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. 256, pick Grant DuBose. Only three players were left on the board at this point. Alex Forsyth at center, Kendall Williamson at corner, and Deshaun uh, Johnson at defensive end. Dubose didn't play, Forsyth didn't play, Kendall Williamson didn't play. uh, Deshaun Johnson had a 59.5 grade in 105 snaps. So by default, we will go with Deshaun Johnson, defensive lineman for the Rams with a 59.5 grade on 105 snaps. So Goody's final draft was Lucas Van Ness, Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Tucker Craft, Colby Wooden, Sean Clifford, Dontavian Wicks, Carl Brooks, Anders Carlson, Carrington Valentine, Lou Nichols, Anthony Johnson Jr., and Grant DuBose. A home run, amazing, epic draft. Did awesome this season, helped this team out in a variety of different ways. If we're going to do the best possible, again, just based on who was selected near them or who the next you know best players were at their position, to me... The ideal draft based on what we did in this exercise would have been Christian Gonzalez, Brian Branch, Rasheed Rice, although again, if you want to go Jaden Reed or Tank Dell there, totally fine. Tucker Craft, if you want to go Tajay Spears or Josh Downs there, totally fine. Shamari Connor, Savosha De- uh, Dennis, Puka Nakua, Carl Brooks, Demario Douglas, Carrington Valentine, Keaton Mitchell, Jalen Brooks, and Deswan Johnson. That would have been the ideal. So he got Tucker Craft right. He got Carl Brooks right. He got Carrington Valentine right. And certainly uh, Jaden Reed very much in that conversation. So like four of them were arguably like perfect selections based on what was on the board, the selection that they took, the next five guys. But overall, again, I don't think anyone's complaining. Like I said, this is for entertainment purposes only. Goody did a masterful job of navigating this draft. Would have been fun to see maybe a guy like a Puka Nakua, Demario Douglas, a Brian Branch, a Christian Gonzalez, but... 
we could do this for every team. And if you're comparing like the ultimate perfect based on this exercise or what Goody did, like there's not a massive, massive difference here. He, like I said, he deserves so much credit in the world and uh, just really fun to look back at how he did such a great job navigating the 2023 NFL draft. That is going to do it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me. Shout out to Most Hated Minnesotan, PJ Wayne, John Wild, Shea Dad, Brandon Paletta, Jennifer Wright, Boom Handle, Donald Lee, Lori Lord, Baby QB, and David McCluskey. I will see you guys soon, but until next time, and as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.